Peace, family, and thank you for tuning into the I Grew Up Over 30 podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and I greet you in love. For my last episode, Savior Know Christ, I gave you some tips on some things that I had to do for myself to help me stay focused. So for this episode, Access Denied, I wanted to talk about how important our environment is to our growth and to our journey. So let's talk. So for one, you know, I've talked so much. I swear it's like every episode, I'd be telling y'all to detox your friends, detox your phone, detox your social media. Um, And I know it sounds kind of cliche. And I feel like sometimes we don't realize the impact that our environment and what we feed ourselves mentally, spiritually, and emotionally actually has an effect on who we are. Um, I'll give you an example. My husband and I went out this weekend and usually he drives. Um, I'm not allowed to drive. (laughs) I'm not allowed to drive because I'm a little too aggressive. I'm working on it. Okay. But I'm a little too aggressive. Um, But when we got in the car, okay, don't laugh. We still are (laughs) switching out CDs. Okay. Yes. I pay for music streaming services. Judge Yo mama, okay, because I have some good CDs and I like to hear the shit all the way through. Listen, okay? But anyways, he put on a CD and I didn't realize it for the first couple of songs. Mind you, we was driving from um, VA to Maryland, which is about from the, the people's house that we was out to our house, maybe about 45, 50 minutes, give or take. So I didn't realize it at first, but after like the second or third song, I felt mad aggressive. I'm like weaving in and out of traffic. I'm cutting people off. And I finally, I was like, hold up. But I didn't even feel aggressive when we left the fucking shindig. Like I've been chilling for the past seven hours. Like there's no reason for me to be hype right now. And I was like, it's this fucking music. It's this fucking song. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's this, you know, it was um okay, because it's a CD, it was an older CD. Okay, again, judge your mother because she probably still got some fucking vinyl records in her goddamn living room. Anyways, um it was the Damian Marley Welcome to Jam Rock CD. Now, I know a lot of y'all like to listen to Bob Marley and maybe it's many of the Marleys or whatever. Um And if you're not consciously listening to the actual lyrics, you will associate with Bob Marley and his entire family with weed smoking. And and that's a very shallow interpretation of who that man really was. He was a revolutionary. So his son, I feel like especially Damien, but that might be because I don't really listen to the other ones. But hell, the one son motherfucking did the, the, the theme song to Arthur. So I don't really see him being as um, in depth, you know, so I prefer Damian Marley. Anyway, I'm sorry I'm going off track here, but um, it's very, you know, when you're conscious and you you can interpret shit differently, you know what I'm saying? And it's not just a song playing. You're actually listening to the word. Shout out to my 80s babies. Um, some of y'all 90s babies are jive intellectual, so I'll give it to you. But we grew up in an era of music that actually talked about shit. And I can say for myself that there's a lot of songs that I listen to now in my over 30s. And I'm like, 
Oh, oh, that's what this was song was about. Oh, that's what you were going. Okay. So anyways, the point of all that was to say how I can easily be, um, kind of like swayed if I'm not conscious, if I'm not, you know, saying to myself in my mind, certain things, my, my subconscious just starts listening to the music. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like some little fucking raw, raw shit. So again, the importance of what you feed yourself. What is, what are you telling yourself? What are you allowing other people to tell you? I mean, what are you taking personally? What are you, um, which is my problem. What are you absorbing that doesn't even belong to you? Right? So these are all things that are part of your everyday environment. We all jump on our phones. We all are on some form of social media, you know, pick your preference. Is it IG? Is it Twitter? Is it, um, I know my daughter does some chatting app on something called discord. I don't even know. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways, um, to stay in touch with the outside world, but you know, I know for myself on Instagram, like I've talked to y'all before, I got to unfollow shit. There's certain shit because it's unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to see when you open the app up. You don't know whose post is going to be first up. So there have been times where I'm like tossing and turning or I'll go to bed too early. And then, you know, somewhere between three and five, I'm like tossing and turning and, you know, so I might pick up my phone. I don't do it all the time, I'll be honest, but I do do it sometimes, I'll be honest. And so you get on there and it's like fucking tragedy. You know what I'm saying? That some bomb done went off. There was a school shooting. There was, you know, um, something, something, right? And we see enough in our everyday lives. There's fucked up things that happen in our community all day. The last thing I need to hear about at four o'clock in the fucking morning when I'm just trying to put myself back to sleep is somebody's mother crying on Instagram because their child, you know, was killed innocently or, or, I mean, you know, whatever. So to me, it's important that I'm constantly reevaluating what I allow into my environment and what is a part of my environment. I'm kind of like at a part of my journey where I'm just conscious of my emotions. And because I haven't had my emotions in check for most of my life, I'm having to reel myself back in, in regards to my reaction to stuff. Because a lot of times we have a reaction to something that is our trauma being triggered. And it's not really us in the present moment responding to whatever is happening. So that's where I had to you know, adjust myself because I'm like, am I super hype about some shit? And that's making it easier for me to, you know, be angry or be, um, irritated or frustrated or, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like on edge. And then when I have to interact with other people or when I have to do things in my real life, I'm on edge for some shit that doesn't even affect me or is not affecting me in the present moment. Again, my, my trauma right? Is reacting and not Dre in a moment. So now that I'm more conscious about my feelings, I'm more conscious about what I um, absorb and what I take in. And, and I have to constantly tell myself, this is not my responsibility to bear. This is not my cycle or situation or problem to 
fix, to jump in. It's sometimes even just to offer a positive word. I have to keep my mouth shut and I have to accept that people are in their own part of their journey and they're going to have to deal with shit how they deem necessary in their part. Because I feel like a lot of times for myself, shit falls on deaf ears. So then again, back to my environment. Now I'm frustrated because I'm like, bitch, you, you know, you came to me with this issue. I provided a practical solution or at least some steps, some encouraging words, some, you know, I'm checking in on you and you're not doing anything to better your own situation. So now I'm resentful because here I was giving off my good, good energy to somebody that didn't need it. You didn't need it because you weren't ready to make the changes. You just wanted someone to vent to. So again, I had to say to myself, am I going to continue to be available for this shit? Because that shit is part of your environment. When you sit on a fucking phone with somebody, I don't give a fuck what time of day it is, right? You sit on a phone with somebody and it's been 30, 40, 50, an hour, two hours, whatever. And it's just this person uh, going off and off and, and you're just sitting there. I mean, you have got to be a pretty powerful person within your being to not react one way or the other. And most of us, I know for myself, if if I'm friends with somebody and you tell me your husband or your man or or your partner or whatever did this, that, and the third, I'm be like, say less. <laughs> let's pack the shit up and put them out. Uh, let's change our numbers, right? Like let's 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 have some action behind all this venting. And the truth is, is that most people are not there. So I have to ask myself, what am I really feeling? Oh, I'm feeling savior mode. Why am I feeling that way? Oh, I'm feeling angry. Why am I feeling that way? Oh, I'm feeling stressed. Why am I feeling that way? And I found to stay in the topic of relationships, despite my husband and I being together for so long, I had relationships before him, you know, and, and things weren't always great. And even even in regular friendships, you know, because what we tolerate in a romantic relationship, we tolerate in all areas of our life. Like, don't get that shit twisted. It's not like you don't like a liar only in this situation or you don't like a something only. In, no, if you don't like it at all, you don't like it, period. So, you know, in in certain times with certain things, I would find myself reacting from my own personal trauma has nothing to do with what this person is telling me. They're not experiencing what I'm experiencing because it's two totally different stories. But now I'm hyped behind my own shit and I'm hyped behind yours. No, that's giving off way too much energy. And instead of spending the energy on other people, I have to talk to myself. I have to go back to me and say, girl, what was that all about? You know, where did that come from? You know, I have to sit with myself and process my shit because I need to fix that because that's going to come up again if I don't, right? It'll be someone else going through something that I'll be triggered all over again and it'll be the same response. So I had to start asking myself why. Why? And so that helps, right? Because when you realize, um, oh, you know, that was because when I was a kid, I used to blah, 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 and my parents or my neighbors or my schoolmates used to blah, blah, blah. And so I developed, the, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then you can get to choose to have the type of reaction you're going to have. Or my goal is like to be like my husband, where at best you get an eye roll. 
at best, you know, you, you get a, a hands up in the air. But this man is a statue. None of that shit affects him. And so he is my muse in that area because I, I, I live to, to be that calm and relaxed and unbothered. That's the word. <laughs> um, just, I mean, it's an amazing thing, but anyway, so, um, like I said, there was just certain things that I had to change in my environment. What I watched, you know, um, the other day I was talking to my girlfriend and we were talking about, um, childhood cereals. And I remembered um, that we we have uh, different channel streaming services. And so there's one that has um, Nick Jr. Well, not Nick Jr., but Nick Toons. That's what it's called. And so they play all the um, cartoons from when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some that I watched back then, some that I didn't. It doesn't matter. Um, but it was like... I can either choose to watch something that will make me laugh, that will, that I'll probably interpret, you know, as an adult now and really laugh, or I can sit and watch First 48 and watch people that I don't know get murdered and mothers that I don't know crying over their child. And then I'm fucking crying and now I'm fucking dirt depressed. That's a choice that I had to make. And I'm not going to tell you I watch cartoons every day. And I'm not going to tell you I didn't turn off my law and order. But I realized, hey, that shit got to be taken in moderation, right? Like, I, I shouldn't know the full schedule of what channels law and order is coming on every motherfucking day of the week. Because that's just not feeding me. You know what I mean? And I think I've mentioned it. But if not, I truly enjoy the documentaries that come on PBS. It's still February right now. There are some amazing Black History Month documentaries that are going on, you know, and they they do it for every culture, um, every heritage. They honor that and you get to learn and just the regular programming, honestly. Like I, I get to watch shows about countries and see different aspects of things because I think we can all agree that school it's only going to show you, but a certain part of life, it's up to you to open up your eyes and open up your mind and, and research shit and learn it on your fucking own. You know what I'm saying? And so I get to do that with my TV, right? When I used to work, um, corrections many, many years ago, um, I used to read these trash ass novels. I mean, like street lit, I think is what the, the genre is called. Um, but like Quan, um, Ashley Antoinette, uh, Nikki Turner, um, even some Zane books. I mean, a lot of that, you know, and those books, they are exceptionally well written. But after a while, you can't keep reading that kind of shit, right? Because then that becomes your world. And thank God that that was before a time that social media was around because I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast if that was the material that I was reading. And then this social media world is what we are consuming. I had to switch up what I read. I read a lot of self-help books. Um, I try to read a lot of cultural books. Um, books that are going to feed my mind shit that Instagram and Facebook and truthfully, a lot of the conversations that I have with people, my brain is not going to get 
out of those what it's getting out of these books. And it helps me to put a lot of things into perspective for my own life. And truthfully, a lot of these self-help books, um, self-development books, whatever you want to call them, a lot of them do tend to have the same um, ideas or themes or ways to kind of get to the same ending. But number one, to my entrepreneurs, that's your motherfucking sign because proof, like I be talking about the bread aisle, all them different kinds of breads. There's tons of different types of ways to self-help. But um, it, it all ends up aligning. You know, I found myself one day, I was reading one book and I was like, oh shit, hold up. This other book that I just finished talked about that. And so I had them both open and I was highlighting different. I mean, it was an amazing thing going on in my brain. It was like fireworks and explosions. And maybe that's not y'all's thing. And that's cool. But this is my shit. We're talking about my shit. Okay. So that's what I had to do. And that's what I find myself doing a lot more now. You know, and the irony is, is that I'm seeing now some of the people that um, in my life, some of them want to talk about it. Some of them are truly encouraged and inspired and some of them want to keep on the same shit. So again, going back to my own self-evaluation and making myself available for certain shit, it also has me reinforce my boundaries, right? What am I giving of myself to someone else? And am I protecting my peace in the process of that? I have to monitor who I give my time to and also what I share with other people. You know, um, sometimes you can have really great news. And the first thing you want to do is put it on social media. Every like is not a like, right? Every, every congratulations is not love. So I have to be mindful of what I share. And also, um, you can't talk certain things with certain people that haven't experienced or gone through that. Right. Because then you're just going to be getting fucking Instagram knowledge. You know, you're going to be getting a Google search response and it's not really going to pour into you what you need. So, you know, learn to keep your shit to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes if I can be honest. For myself, I'm not going to put this on anybody else. I'm going to say for myself. When someone repeats the same issue to me. Before. I was available for that. Now I side eye you. Now I side eye you because I'm like, okay, but we've been talking about this for a long time and I don't experience this situation. I only experience it because you bring it to me. This is your reality. You are obviously okay with it. That's a reflection of you. So I can't keep making myself available for that. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't stress that enough. Like I have to say, oh, ooh, look at the time. Or, you know, I, I have to decide it within myself. What am I going to give to this conversation? What am I going to share in this conversation? What of myself am I going to give up? And what will be the exchange in this conversation? We, we can't, you know, some people we can't cut off. You know, I've talked to y'all about a girlfriend that, you know, um, she's not going nowhere. That's my, that's my friend. That's my, that's my family friend. That's my, that's my folks. So she's not going anywhere, but I can set limits. I can reinforce my boundaries 
I can learn to control the situation and, um, excuse me, I can learn to control the conversation. And more so when you are talking to people, learning to not take things personal. And that's what's helped me. I'm not going to take personal your situation. And if I share something with you and you have a certain response, I'm not going to take that personal. I am learning that everybody has their own journey. And with that journey comes a perspective. And so you can have an opinion, but I know that your opinion is based on your perspective, which is based on your journey and your life situations. So you and I are not going to come to the same solution. We may. You may offer me something I didn't think of and vice versa. But either way, I'm not going to take it personally. And again, that goes back to protecting your peace and who you share your business with. Um, girl, because I just... <laughs> Every like ain't a like. I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm learning that, you know what I mean? And every, um, even if it's not a like, your shit is out there for someone to see. And those of us that operate and are learning this spiritual life and world, just someone seeing you can send you bad vibes because of their misery and their hate for themselves or their situation or whatever's going on. They see you happy. They see you winning. They see you thriving and they can't help but to hate. That's based on their, their own shit. Why well, I got to take that personal. That's a reflection of you, not me. I'm going to win anyway. And even when you think I'm losing, I'm winning because I know that there's a lesson in this perceived loss by you. So I'm still winning. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, you know, when we detox, and again, I know that some, some relationships can't get cut off, you know, whether it's family, whether it's, you know, a coworker, whether, you know, some, some shit you can't just cut off. And I'm learning that. Um, and I'm learning to take people where they are. I'm learning to occupy myself with things that are feeding who I'm trying to be. For example, this morning, okay, um, I had to take my husband to work early. Um, right now, everybody's at school, at work, house is empty. It's just me and my co-host, Cleo. <laughs> um, oh, and, and our, our special guest, Bubby, who's my other dog, but he doesn't come down. Any, I don't even know why I'm telling y'all that. Anyway, <laughs> but... Um, I I wanted to call somebody and I hadn't spoke to them since like last week or whatever. And, you know, it was just Valentine's Day and Super Bowl weekend was just going on. And, you know, I have just wanted to catch up. And I had to say to myself, do I really want to do that first thing in the morning? Or do I want to get done some things that are going to make me feel accomplished? And if I have time to entertain that conversation, I will. But that, you know, like I told y'all last episode about my tips and structuring out my day and giving grace to myself, that's me occupying my time and having intentional time for the things that I want to do. And then if there's leftover time for these splurges and these, you know, conversations that are going to have me uh, radically reevaluating my life, those will have a specific time out of the day. And it'll get put on the back burner because I'm okay with that. But I'm choosing 
to spend my time productively and doing things that make me feel good so that I can have a satisfactory day because I've been available for people to dump on me at all hours of the day and then I don't get shit accomplished. Or, you know, I'm, I'm doing things um, not of good cheer. You know, I'm, I'm fulfilling my responsibilities, but somewhere in the back of my mind or, you know, in my spirit and in my, in my feelings and my emotions, I'm holding on to someone else's shit. That's not my responsibility. So I'm learning to occupy my time better. Be mindful of what you allow into your space, family. I'm trying to tell you the people that we surround ourselves with, the things that we choose to read, the things that we choose to see, because it's a choice, right? When you get on your social media pages, you choose what you want to see. When you're on Facebook, you like those pages, you make those friends, you're choosing to see that. When you're on Instagram, you choose to follow that person. Choose to mute that motherfucker for a couple of weeks. Choose to unfollow them and then see how you feel in a month. And then if you want to follow them back, if you feel like you're in a better space, well then okay. But I promise you, if you spend some time detoxing from shit that you find is not making you feel good, you're not going back to it. Because now you know better, and so you do better. Your environment is everything, family. Look, look at the animals. Certain animals can't survive outside of certain habitats. Environments have to be produced a certain way so that an animal taken out of the wild and um, brought into captivity or an animal born into captivity can at least experience what it would have been like in the wild. But environment is everything. You go to the zoo, you see the animals have certain lights. There's a certain air quality. Um, sometimes they have certain music playing for the animals because they know that there's certain things that the animals need to be calm, to be relaxed, so that they can come in and feed them, so that they can play with them, so they can groom them, so they can take them to the vet, so they can mate them, so they can get to know them, so that the animal can get to know the handler. It's all about environment. And some of us need to come out of those cages that we're in and go back out into the wild and experience our true and authentic self and not the character that we find ourselves creating and producing a life for. Who are you? Your environment has a lot to say about that. Be mindful, family. I just want you to be great. I just want us to be great. I just want us to spread love. I just want everything to come from and to end at love. And we can do that by taking out what no longer serves us and identifying what our soul is really craving. I can't tell you what it is for you, but I am enjoying, I am loving every moment of finding more and more who I really am and upgrading my environment and denying people access to me. Thank you so much for listening, family. I love you for your support. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at nowplaying underscore IGUO30. Love you. Peace.